In Lob Stories, we walk and we talk with inspiring and forward-thinking people. I know, it's a, it's a really lovely London day as well, it's raining. Oh, it's so rubbish, yeah, it just started raining, like 5 to 11. <laughs> In this second episode, we walk on Savile Row in London with Taylor Fred Nidoo. We talk bespoke suits, English weather and suede loafers. Welcome to the John Law Podcast. My job is a bespoke tailor, a pattern cutter. I'm, I mean, yeah, a, a, a tailor. Roughly... 14 years, 13, 14 years, and I learnt, same as everyone, you, you learn to make first, and then you progress to pattern cutting, if you choose to, and then carry on that way, and then you're, you know, that same cliche, you're still learning every day. When you're a tailor, I feel you have to be skillful in understanding what the customer is looking for, not necessarily if he wants a two-button or a three-button or a double-breasted you need to kind of get into their mind and try and figure out what they want to look like, what they're imagining, who they like, what they're going to use the suit for. And then I feel like only then that you'll provide something they actually want. Before starting the process, we, we speak a lot. We talk about what they're going to use the suit for, what they need it for, what they're happy with, what's, if they've had a suit before, if it was uncomfortable, if, if they like soft shoulders if they like a more structured shoulder and then I try and cater everything to the client I don't really impose my house style on anyone I will try and cut something bespoke something truly bespoke for them when you make a suit for someone you generally whether you like or appreciate them you you, you have common ground in terms of the suit so you are working with them to create something that they have ordered from you So it's kind of your job to, to like them or give them time. Even if, you know, even the most horrible person has, you, I'm surely you'll find something to talk about within that small period of time when you're making a suit for them. I think it's always important to see what, what shoes someone's wearing. It's, it's normally a telling sign of, of what they're interested in. So if someone was wearing some incredibly cheap, cheap, cheap shoes and they came to you for a bespoke suit, they that maybe they've saved up for the suit for ages for their wedding or something like that. If, if they're wearing some super old, you know, beautiful John Lobb loafers, then they've probably had a lot of suits previously made. So it's kind of a telling sign. You know where you stand with that person. You know what they're perhaps into. You can probably tell from the color um, how kind of classic they are or not classic. Um, so it, it definitely helps. It helps me to know what to offer them and also the type of cut to, to offer them. I think to be a good tailor, you, you do have to be creative. You have to think past your system, which, like we said earlier, anyone can learn. Um, you have to look at people's proportions. You have to look at your pattern and see what, what looks right. If something doesn't look right, it's probably you know it's completely wrong although your system may tell you that's how it should be it's invariably it will be wrong
what makes me different from an older tailor. I suppose the willingness to try something different. To, when I was learning, I, was, I learned how to cut trousers, then waistcoats, then jackets, overcoats, morning coats. And then you progress and you, you think, I want something different and I want to do something that someone else doesn't. So I was trying to find out how to cut raglan coats. And I went all around Savile Row asking all the old tailors, can you show me, do you know how to cut these? Everyone said, oh no, we don't cut raglan coats here. That's, that's ready to wear stuff. So I think in terms of maybe what makes a younger tailor different to the older tailors, is the openness to try different things. Um, maybe interest in vintage clothing, interest in military. I have a real interest in um, factory pattern cutting. So I, d I don't think you should write anything off. I mean, even looking at, you know, a, a pair of tracksuit bottoms, for instance, anything. It's all important. You have to look at how things are made, how things are cut, and then try and incorporate that into your work. In terms of cutting the style of the suit, I'm fairly flexible to what they want, but if they have um, super round toe, big chunky shoes, then I, I may suggest a slightly wider, wider leg, um, just so it's, it's all more proportional. Otherwise it might start to look a bit, bit clumpy on the bottom. And again, the same with like a very slim elongated foot. If, if they have that type of shoe or a, a hole cut or a, a lace up of some sort, then maybe the trouser could be slightly slimmer. In terms of, of clients' shoes, I often have a lot of people in lobs, and that seems to be perhaps what the younger guys are, are gravitating more towards now, of that kind of old, old-fashioned lob shape, um, which again is easy to wear, and they can wear it on the weekend without wearing something too chiseled and too pointy. Um, just, just to make their lives easier. And it's, you know, if you're a young guy and you're investing in, in a pair of lobs, you want to use them. You don't want them to be just for a wedding or for a business meeting, which is fine also, but you know, you'd be more sensible to use them and not make your life stressful. The part that was probably the hardest for me to make that, that's outside my usual work, something that I've, I've worked on that I really, struggled with and got there in the end was um, some skiing suits for the TV show The Crown. We had to make eight skiing suits, all completely different, lots of different panels, um, all direct copies of suits from the 80s. So one of the sleeves had, I can't remember, something like 15 panels just for one sleeve. Everything's tessellating and fits together. For the crown, I have made everything. I've, I've made um, the menswear, all the lead roles for the menswear from series one up until the current series that's out on Netflix. So it's, it's been super busy and, and very fun. Um, I've got to experience with different ways of cutting, cutting drape cuts for Prince of Wales, cutting a slightly more modern suit for the younger characters. It's, it's been really interesting and challenging. If I'm completely honest, I don't watch it. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with seeing my work on TV. As I just look for the mistakes always, I can never enjoy it. Um, same with anything. The, the only thing I sometimes watch is some of the Bond films, which I did the suits for Ray Fiennes and a few of the bad guys. Um, 
even then, I just always looking for mistakes, which I think is just just a trait of a creative person. You're always wanting, or you should always want to better yourself. Today I am wearing a pair of John Lobb boots, which is perfect because London is cold and raining. So they are um, a capto grain leather black boots with the very soft sole. So they're super comfortable for walking around. Um, I wear them quite a lot. I, I often wear them with a blue suit as I am today, just because I like the mix. It's probably not the type of shoe that you may associate with wearing a, a blue suit and a tie. But yeah, as I said, just they're super, super comfortable and a nice elegant shape. I bought my John Law boots probably a year ago and I went for them just because I love the grain leather, I love the shape. It's kind of a round toe, but still fairly elongated and not, not too, the word is not right, but you know, like a bespoke looking, like a cleverly or something, has a, has a very square toe, a chisel toe, which, which is lovely, but I feel like this is a lot more wearable for day-to-day -day use and you can, you know, trash them around a bit more. You can wear them with a pair of jeans, pair of corduroys, trousers, suits, anything. Super, super easy. I first got into clothes through my dad. My dad had suits made. He always wore, he's Italian, so he, he was fairly flamboyant, but he always wore, he always had an interest in English clothes and Italian clothes. So when I would play football, for instance, he would come and cheer me from the sides wearing red corduroys or yellow corduroys. And at the time it was super embarrassing. Um, but now I, you know, now I fully appreciate it. Now it's great. And I was kind of glad now that he did, wasn't wearing tracksuits and stuff. It was quite fun. Um, so probably from my dad and seeing suits that should fit correctly and, you know, a nice wide blade tie and all that kind of thing. And then I went to art school and I think that opened your eyes to a lot of things. So you start to appreciate vintage, you start to look at, you know, everything that comes with art school. During art school, I worked in a shop that sold um, trickers, it sold Levi's, it sold Ralph Lauren. Um, and you have your kind of, you know, your natural progression that you always want something nicer and something better. And then you start to get into, you we used to maybe start with Ralph Lauren and then you go to Purple Label and then you start to try and explore what's available, what's what's better than that, what's, you know, it's kind of a snobby way of looking at it. You're, you're always looking for something more. Um, so I was working in this shop called A Butcher of Distinction all through art school to get some money. And then the, I finished my art school and the reality of that work was not that fun. It was all, as I said, but previously, you know, emails, retouching. And then I tried to find something that was just creative. So it's either tailoring or shoemaking. Seems something that's completely void of computers. So here I am. When I was at art school, I was probably very confused. I would wear some corduroys and some, you know, some sort of fun, probably the most exciting sneakers I could find or I would wear 
boots. I would wear trickers that I had from the Butcher of Distinction. I always had slight hints of things that I saw my dad do. So in summertime, I might wear some, some shorts and loafers with no socks. Yeah, just, just kind of, I suppose, like any young person, you explore and you're trying to find your way, making lots of mistakes. Most days, if I see a client, I'll wear a suit or trousers and a blazer. Um, otherwise, I'll wear... I have lots of denim. I'm still a big fan of denim. I still really enjoy wearing those things. But, you know, like anyone, when I get home, you just want to be comfortable. I would love to tell you I dress like Mr. Day-Lewis in Phantom Fred when I got home, but I don't. I wear, you know, jeans and a shirt and some loafers. I think wearing a suit needs to be... I think the main thing is that you're comfortable wearing your suit. Um, just, just try not to be stiff. Don't try and be something that you're not. Don't try and be one of those amazing old, you know, these old Parisian men or the old German Street London men when you're 25. It's not for you. You have all the time in the world to become that person, but just, just kind of dress your age. Um, and you can always aspire to things. You can always aspire to wear a three-piece suit, but maybe when you're, you're 20, maybe it's a bit of a, a strong look. Um, and you can mix things up. You know, wear a, you can wear a baseball cap, you can wear a beanie. You don't have to stick to any rules. Just, just be comfortable. In Lob Stories, we walk and we talk with inspiring and forward-thinking people. I think there's, there's definitely a scene in London of um, younger guys wearing more menswear, wearing slightly more classic menswear. Um, they probably have gone from wearing Red Wings, they've started wearing Paraboot, for instance. Instead, they've maybe gone from jeans to a pair of made-to-measure trousers, um, drakes. So that's always a good thing for the guys, the younger guys that are trying to get into some sort of scene. Um, in terms of a scene for me, I'm, I'm, I'm involved and not involved because I have children. So, I, I, you know, it's nice to go home and just relax and not, not be part of the menswear scene too much. My next pair of lobs would ideally be a nice pair of dark brown or black Lopez loafer. Um, I have a Lopez loafer at the moment in burgundy suede, very dark burgundy suede, um, which I love and I wear them a lot and I've probably worn them slightly too much now where they are starting to be less useful for a suit and better for jeans and you know more casual clothes just because they've gone past their their main use my kids have stamped on them you know i wear them on the weekend all that stuff they're still lovely i still love them but yeah a nice pair of smart loafers would be great i think a black one you could wear it with anything um i'm, I'm always more a fan of a black loafer more than a brown um i always like you know, to wear it with denim as well. I think a, a black loafer is, is really nice. Um, yeah, I, I think you could wear it with any suit, really. I don't think you'd be limited. 
obviously maybe not a dinner suit you should choose something different but otherwise it's, it's good I think being interested in clothes is a disease and it's it's never going to go I think I think it probably gets worse in anything you become probably more set in your ways and more snobby and less less willing to have something that before you'd say okay well maybe I'll have it and then in the future I'll get this other thing I think you just you just get worse and you just want want what you want and you know what you like so the older you get it's it's probably worse Um, elegance to me is, I, I mean, of course, it's easy to say someone wearing a suit all the time, um, you know, with a, a cravat, all that stuff, all those old things, super elegant. But I think really you could be elegant in a pair of jeans. I think it's more about how you carry yourself and your manners. Manners are super important. Please, thank you. Hold the door for someone. Just be polite. Just be nice to people. And then the elegance will come. <laughs>